Cheers! Hello, hello everybody. I'm super excited to welcome you to a new episode of Hospitality Secrets Podcast. Your host, Paul Sferlia here. And uh, right now I'm in the car, my favorite place of uh, shooting podcasts. I'm driving to a different city to meet a friend, Mihai Fetku, which has a, a nice podcast. And uh, I'll go to shoot uh, an interesting podcast but you'll find out more on the internet. Follow Mihai Fetku and you will see more details. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about something else. I want to, to talk a little bit and I want to share my number one secret when it comes to delivering an impactful training for your staff, for your bar staff. So that's the main topic uh, for, uh, for this episode. I'll share with you a few stories, how I learned, to deliver an impactful trainings for for the bar staff. See you after the intro. So the big question is this, how can we, the hospitality industry present or future entrepreneurs offer memorable hospitality experiences to our guests in a way that our staff is happy and the business is profitable and sustainable? This is the question and this podcast will try to give you the answer. My name is Paul Sferlia and welcome to Hospitality Secrets. So, uh, a little bit of the backstory. When I moved to Bucharest uh, four years ago, I stopped bartending. That was the, the skipping point of my career. Uh, I, I, I stepped out from the bar. Last time I worked, I worked here in, in my hometown in Cluj-Napoca and then I stepped out to the bar and I moved to Bucharest to start a new career as a trainer. So I, I was a bartender, passionate about bartending, super passionate about competitions and I was super excited to, to do all, everything about bartending. So I liked it very much. And uh, I had uh, I, I took a big opportunity that uh, arose to me. It, it was it's it's called the Ajo Bar Academy. It's one of the biggest training platforms around the world to to raise the bar in the hospitality industry. It's sponsored by by the Ajo, which is the as you know the biggest uh, spirits company in the world. So they they were thinking that their products are very good from from start to finish only top qualitative ingredients all the spirits that they are producing are super premium are top are high quality and they noticed that they were missing one link <laughs> because it can be the best whiskey in the world if the the waiter goes to the table very grumpy very angry and and says what do you want oh, i want a johnny walker highball okay okay even though the Johnny Walker Highball, it can be the best drink that, that they can have, the guests can drink, the experience would be very bad because the guests wouldn't feel the, the, whole, uh, the whole experience. They, they will ruin the, the, the spirits, the ingredient, just by offering poor qualitative service. So this program started the Ajo Bar Academy and I, I just moved to Bucharest. I, it was my first time delivering trainings for bartenders, waiters, managers, owners. I was just a bartender, former bartender now. I was not working in the bar anymore. And my role was to drive in Romania, drive through the country and train the bar staff, deliver trainings, teach them how to be better, uh, better bar staff which is kind of crucial if you think about it about uh, 
the turnover rate in, in our industry and how often the, do people leave and how often do we hire new people and new, new staff and actually we need to train them because if you don't train them they will not deliver consistent quality they will not deliver quality products they will not deliver quality services and overall experience of the guest would be a, a, a bad one so it's a, a important link in the success of a bar or a restaurant is the 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 how prepared are their staff so i saw it as a big opportunity and a big responsibility from me to drive in the country and to train uh, i had like a target of 600 bartenders and waiters uh, per year so I, I i was driving a lot and i was trying to have an impact because i felt directly responsible on on training them on teaching them on coaching them how to be better bartender how to be better waiter and how to give better experience to their to their guests so we can raise the bar in the hospitality industry so this is what i took the role but unfortunately <laughs> it was very hard for me to be honest i was so nervous before every training i was driving to the car like a few hours every day to a different city I'm, i was arriving in the morning in the city and then i had to half an hour one hour to set up the the room the bar the restaurant when where i was training them and then to deliver three hours trainings to the bar waiters bar staff who weren't wasn't they, they were not so curious they weren't so passionate to listen up three hours to a, a former bartender speaking about bartending and services and drinks and blah 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 so to be honest I was very nervous uh, first weeks I didn't like the job but uh, it was the only job that I had I, I was I moved with my wife from my hometown city so we, we were just two of us in a bigger city uh, we, we didn't know almost anybody in the city so I had no chance of doing something else I was just delivering trainings for the Ajobar Academy even though I didn't like those trainings, I, I, I committed to learn the skill of delivering qualitative and impactful trainings. But in the first months, I was just spilling out info. I had a lot of information, knowledge about bartending, about services, and I was just putting info out and talking to the bartenders, to the waiters, and telling them what, in my opinion, they should do in order to be uh, better waiters, better uh, bartenders. But for my surprise, to be honest, back then, but now I'm not surprised anymore. For my surprise, I had no impact. Nobody was doing anything after I leaving. So they, they liked the trainings. They, it was, I tried to make them as entertained I, I, I can, putting them making drinks and making like an engaging training. But I had no impact, no results. When I was leaving the room, every single staff that I trained was doing the same thing that was doing before I went there. So I was so frustrated, I was thinking about, okay, what I'm doing wrong? I, I don't have the experience, I want to learn, but what's wrong? And at some point, I, uh, I spoke with uh, my head trainer from, uh, from the whole Europe. It's, uh, his name is Matt Guest, and uh, we were thinking together, 
so his role is to coach the trainers for, for the Arjobar Academy in the whole Europe. That was his role then. I think now it's, it has a bigger role. He's, he's having more countries. But back then, he had to, to coach, to help the trainers from the Arjobar Academy in the whole Europe to deliver better and impactful trainings. And at some point, uh, we had to deliver a training together. Uh, in the same day, there was like a, a big workshop and I had a small part to deliver a small training. And I, I spoke with Matt, with Matt Guest, and we stood at the table and we were supposed to build the training. And the first thing that he asked me, before even uh, thinking about it, what to deliver, what to train or, or, or anything, first question that he asked me was, okay, what's the end? And I couldn't understand. He said, okay, what's the end? What's the end of the session? Sorry, what do you want them to do after they leave the session? This was his question and I was, ah, I never thought this way. I, I was never thinking that before building the session, me thinking about the end of it and what do I want to achieve with that session? What do I want them to do different after I'm leaving the, the session? So I was so impressed, to be honest, I'm, I'm remembering that moment perfectly when everything made sense like the last years the last year of me delivering trainings in the whole country and having no impact and and changing nothing in the mentality of bartenders and waiters now in in one click everything seemed very clear i never started with the end in mind this was my problem i was not thinking what do i want to achieve with that training i was just thinking i want to make a cool training <laughs> to to entertain and engage the bar staff and uh, the bar staff and waiters and bartenders so that thing makes such a big impact on me and the way I, I deliver trainings that I started applying that principle in everything I did. Actually, then Matt told me that this principle is, is from uh, the book Seven uh, Habits of Highly Effective People. Actually, it's the second principle. It's called uh, Start With The End In Mind. And uh, they uh, it explained in that book. I, I really recommend it. Just have a look at, the, at the, that chapter of the book. It says in the book, uh, Think about you being at your funeral. That's the end. That's the end of your life. So imagine the end of your life. How do you want to live? What do you want to have been achieved in your life? What do you want to be the impact that your life want to have? So this is like one layer deeper. And when I, I, read, I was reading that book after Matt recommended me to, to have a look at the book, I was like, wow. Okay, what do I want to do at the, at the end of my life? What do, you, what do I want to have been achieved when my life is finished? And, and for sure, the, the, my answer is I want to make hospitality industry a better and a happier place for staff, for owners and for guests. So this is like when my life is finishing, this is what I want to achieve. This is my big end. So this is the principle, start with the end in mind that completely changed the way of me approaching things. And I'm doing it at micro level, at macro level, at all levels. I'm just thinking before starting every project, what is the, the end? What do I want to achieve with this project? So that's the best way to... to to set your vision, to see what's, what's the vision that you have for uh, for what you do. What's the vision that you have for 
the, the framework, that's the pattern that I'm following over and over again at each training, at each coaching that I'm doing, at each action, to be honest, each project that I have. First thing, it's okay, what's the end? Uh, even though it's long term project, the end would be maybe 10, 15 years. Let's okay, let's let's the end in 15 years. We want to be there. What are the smallest chunk? Uh, five years, three years. What's the end in three years? Wh- where do we want to be in three years? So it's setting up your vision. That's why all the companies have a vision. And the vision starts with the end in mind. When you start a project, always think about what is the end. If you train somebody, if you want to train your staff, first moment, think about it. Okay, from this training of one hour, two hours trainings, this specific session, number one, number three, what number is the session? Have a clear goal. What do you want the, the trainee, the bar, bartender, the waiter to do different after you finish the training with him? I think this is the the, the biggest framework that I learned from, from Matt Guest and I appreciate it and I, 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 I I really like it that he he taught me this thing and it was such a powerful way and I was I, I did apply, I do apply this principle in every single project of my life. So that's it for today's episode. Don't don't forget start with the end in mind. I hope you like it. It was useful. Paul Sfurlia here. See you to the next episode. Cheers.